You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. There we okay, go. Guys. So long, long story short, um, we were supposed to start recording 15 minutes ago. Welcome to Studio Blank, uh, the anime and manga podcast where you can catch all your news, views, and reviews on all things anime weeb every single week. But for the moment, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to waifu chan the absolute ever-living shit out of fairy tale. Okay, so basically... We were having a conversation about uh, whether or not long-running shows are inherently good because they can run for long times. And one of the points we came up with was, well, there's people that watch One Piece simply because of Nami. And which is which is fair. Which like, is fair. We just, I want to. No, people, you I know mean, you. Have you well, seen literally. Nami? Have you seen yes. the character that Oda designed? She is gorgeous. But I mean, I watch for Frankie. I stand Frankie. We stand Frankie. All my homies. I don't watch Frankie. One Piece, so. I'll, I'll show oh. you pictures later. Don't worry. Brooks is still better. Okay. Um, cool. Mm. I like spooky oh skeleton, boy. man. Here we go. Okay, that's uh, fair. So, we were then talking about people watch fairy tale just for Lucy. And then we just started debating who the true waifu of fairy tale is. So, long story short, uh, <clears throat> we have all agreed that it is actually Urza. Well, it's a really the, weird way to say Kana, but yeah. An objectively correct answer would be Urza or Kana. The objectively correct answer is Urza. No, it's definitely Mira Jane because step on me, mommy. But <laughs> I, I did argue that actually. But um, like, I don't know. I just like Urza's Urza. So like, again, like, I don't know. Step like, on have me, you mommy. seen the, 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 the armor? What is, what is the 1000 year armor called again right now? I totally just forgot. The, what, oh. the, the one with all the wings and million swords. No, no, the armor with the, like the Japanese spear where she's wearing like the 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 full Japanese dress and has like the flowy scarves that are flying all around and it's the giant guando spear. Oh, you mean the one that she shouldn't regularly use? Yes, that she does anyway because it's Urza. Yeah, I don't remember. Let me go look. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep, I'm going to. I'm pulling. But up like, the fairy okay, so but like, we're also forgetting that like Sherry exists. Oh my god, I forgot about Sherry. I mean, Miliana also exists because Catgirl. Just, Miliana does exist. It's unfair to bring Catgirls into this discussion because obviously they win every single time, right? Yeah, but Yukino and Serrano, though. Like, Sabretooth and Minerva. Like, Sabretooth. Like, Miner I just. Minerva is also Step on Me, Mommy. No, no. Kagura from Mermaid Heel is Step on Me. <laughs> like, like, like her and Urza are like. Step Minerva on me can also be step on me, mommy. Even though Kagura exists, the best part she is, is, I feel like there's going to be like at a bunch of people that have never seen Fairy Tale that come into this no and idea just immediately what we're talking like, about. Wait, I thought this was an anime podcast where we talked about more than just weird shit. I mean, nope. they're. <laughs> See, we got you in the first half of those first two episodes, first didn't half. we? <laughs> we were Jin, you're stuck with us now. Anyway, guys, like I said, welcome to Studio Blank, the anime and manga podcast where you can catch all your views, your news, views, and reviews on all things weeb every single week. This week, there's really not a lot of news in actuality. Um, we've got a couple cool things. We did get official announcement that the Star Wars anime on Netflix is coming out on July 30th. Transformers. Transformers. I said Star Wars because I was thinking about Star Wars Risk that we're playing later tonight. Poggers. How dare you? Yeah, by the time this episode comes out, we'll have been on Rare Drop After Dark playing Star Wars Risk. 
um, which you can find the three of us almost every Tuesday on uh, twitch.tv slash raredrop playing games yep. together. Yeah, doing uh, all the things. But like I said, this week's fairly light on news. Uh, we have that. We also have the, the Haikyuu announcement that the second half is officially announced for October 2020. Um, simultaneously, as that announcement comes out, they also announced that the manga's ending on the 20th, which makes me a big sad boy. Yeah, because like, we'll have an official, <sighs> like, we could do, like, an official episode at towards the end of the season where we talk about, like... We could just go through Haikyuu as a whole. Yeah, just the first, because it, yeah it's we could just have, like, an Haikyuu episode. Yeah. Well, like, we'll for me to become point. a sports anime nerd. Yeah. So, we'll, in, okay, so I want to point this out for anybody who's not a sports anime person. I did not like sports anime until I watched Kokoro's Basketball. I and then Tana after watching Kokoro's Basketball, I got into Haikyuu, and it's just as good. I don't know if just as good. It has a lot of the things that you like about Kokoro's Basketball, except done in a volleyball format with maybe a little better. It, that depends on what you view as better. But really well done. I enjoyed that. And then I got into Ace of the Diamond, and that was real good, too. So. I'm very particular about my sports anime. I've heard very so. good things about Ace in the Diamond. It's uh, yes. it's on my list of shows that I should watch because it's the show that everybody always shows the like 30 second clip of the actual one-to-one real life baseball play that Yes. Uh the 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 double play with the yeah. yeah. The, it's it's a about. double play where one of the players catches the ball with their bare hand and throws it behind them perfectly to first base. Yep. And it's yep. uh directly animated from a real life play that happened it's so good it, um, it's incredible i've seen the actual play a couple mm, I've times seen both. yeah it, it's both it's top tier the, the animation it's, it's is really great. well animated too so like that's, that's the clip that makes me think is like i should probably watch that show i don't yeah. love ace as a show i just it's not my thing yeah no There's i can agree with that ace has that good I moments really yeah ace, ace has, has a lot of good moments. moments but for me yes. the show is is like it's a little lacking. I think it's a it's a B minus, which is not bad. Like yeah. that is definitely a passing grade, and I would definitely watch it. And you could you wouldn't have to pay me to watch it, but it's yeah. far from my first choice. Um, so it it got a good so, grade, so but you in, wouldn't in say terms it, aced of... it. Comfy. I thought right. we said we it was making there. Corny jokes. It was there. It's so easy. All ah. right. So, long story short, guys. Haiku's ending. Go watch the second half in October 2020. We'll talk about it when it happens because I'm a Haikyuu nut. Um, and then if you care about Transformers in an anime format. Yeah, it'll be on Netflix. Like, it'll be on Netflix. So like, I assume you'll watch it because anything on Netflix you end up watching. That's just kind of how it goes. I real think I'll get drunk and be... watch the whole thing. Like real question is just going to be, are they going to 3D animate the Transformers or are they going to 3D think they animate it them? No, so it's not 3D per se. But it's all CGI. From what I've seen. So, so do you remember when they came out with the War of uh, the Transformers War of Cybertron games? Yes, oh God. it's that style of Transformers. So it may not be like an anime in the traditional sense, which is why I'm confused mm-hmm. why it's under anime. Those are the character designs. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I'm just, it's news, so it's here. It, I, it worries me. I because... also just really enjoyed Transformers growing up. I mean, same. Like I had I mean, coloring you know, books. So like, I think we're all going to have an, a Transformers nostalgia boner about it, but at the same time, we need to look at it objectively as it's probably going to be hot garbage. Well, it's going to be only competing thing, the only reason I'm like interested. Gundam. Yeah. yeah. Gundam the only reason is... I'm interested, though, is because they're doing the storyline, and they're doing that piece where it's, again, this is part of the War Cybertron arc, 
I don't remember exactly what it's called right now, but it, they're doing the section of the War of Cybertron arc where Optimus and Megatron are fighting in ideals, and then all of a sudden the Autobots are like, by the way, we have to kill our own planet and like use the AllSpark and take it with us. So like at least the chest. section of the story is going to be interesting. I think so. Yeah. I think a, I think the story will be cool. Um, I think it's just going to be like a show where you're, you're not watching it because it's like beautifully animated and it's yeah. You're like there for the story. You're you're just there I, because I, it's if Transformers. If they were going to do another Transformers cool. anime, quote unquote, I'd want them to go back to the old cartoon Cybertron versions and I do agree. that again. Like that's that was my. I mean, I even watch a cleaned up like Gundam esque animated version where it's where it's incredibly detailed and they put in a lot of effort to it. Like Gundams are pretty shows. Yo, Gundam is sick as hell. Like there's sometimes where they isn't there a new Gundam coming out sometime? Uh, There's a new Gundam coming out this year sometime. We'll figure that out for next week. But anyway, that's that's kind of like really the news for this week. There oh. really is not much. Well, there's also just one other oh. announcement. Oh, oh, um, Ooh. Crunchyroll Ooh. announced that the fifth uh, Slime Sakai uh, OVA oh. is com- will be streaming on November twenty. Start streaming on November twenty seventh. Because um, we actually just got the fourth one last week, and we did get the fourth one. We, well, we got it. We just have to watch it. That's really the objective that's problem. True. There is we've been very busy. Um, yes and also i had forgotten about it even though see i looked at it and was like is it worth watching right now and then i saw rent a girlfriend and god of high school and and zero what the listeners don't know is the fact that what the very first episode we ever recorded the first pilot (laughs) um that was absolutely by the way a trash fire um like domestic girlfriend levels of bad um I mean, didn't we talk domestic girlfriend? We did in, in episode, that one. In the, in the third fake episode. Oh, in the third yes. fake episode? In the, oh, second, right. in the second episode that didn't come out that was, that was supposed to be the, released after the first episode that didn't come out after the first garbage episode that we threw away into the deep pits of abyss. Ah, yes, thank you. Um, so for There's the- your news, guys. The news is that we have three episodes that we haven't released. One of them, which is because it's garbage, and the other two because they were outdated and could have been better. Mm. Lol. I mean, they were pretty good episodes. I think at they some point they will be available on a Patreon that we will set up at some point. Uh, the, the first one, the first one should never, ever, ever be the released. The first one will never see the light. There's of a folder the- in the Google Drive. It's called Where Podcasts Go to Die. If that doesn't say enough, then... The other two episodes did not make it into that section, so obviously they're not that bad. At some point. Um, (laughs) But I think we should put together clips from that first one because there are some shining moments in there. Yeah, Um, absolutely. I go on a full rant about Senko-san and a fox No, no, that's that's episode three of uh, didn't get released. Oh, that's... that's that's one of them, but hey, that's you know, your news for this week, guys. Like, I'm, there really isn't anything. We're trying to like come up with news yeah. this week. That, that's I, all that is. I'm not gonna try to sell you on uh, our broken ass garbage episodes that we're never going to release. But I could let you rent them. You're really why? <laughs> Actually, why I didn't. Are hate, we like I, did, this? I didn't hate that one. Uh, it it, 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 it could have been worse. I was going to say, it wasn't if, could, if you could rent forced... those, you should also probably just go rent a girlfriend instead because you could cuddle it. You can't cuddle our episodes. Um, actually, in the ter- the user agreement, you definitely can't cuddle those girls. <laughs> oh. It says no touch. <laughs> there is no touch. Wait. Then why? But at the end, 
What? Le okay. Oh. All right. So huh. we've watched some anime this week. One of the shows that we watched started up uh, this past weekend. It is called Rent a Girlfriend. It is everything you would expect from a show titled Rent a Girlfriend. Rent a Girlfriend. Yes. But so, wait. I was going to say, we talked about it in the, the first episode where it was one that we were looking forward to. Oh, and yeah. It is everything no, it I wanted it to be. It Absolutely. delivers everything so, quick quick rundown of the plot synopsis of rent a girlfriend my new favorite show uh we have we have our main character and he's like yeah i i just graduated school i'm going to university i have a cute girlfriend and she loves me ain't that right cute girlfriend and she turns around this is the first 30 seconds of the show and she says i think we should see other people no, 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 no. It's even worse. It it's, is, I, I have fallen in, in love with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Let's I'm break up. up with you. Yeah. And so, like, you just see this guy's face go from like, huh? It's like full on like hype mode. Like, this is my new life. I'm going to be excited. And then heartbreak. And the next five minutes, he's spent crying in his room, downloading apps on his phone. He downloads Tinder 2.0, which allows you to just straight up rent them because no one's swiping right on your ugly ass. And so he uh, rents this girl to be his girlfriend for the day, and they go to the aquarium. Ah, uh, yes. This girl's name is uh, Mizura. Mizuru. Chizuhara. Yeah, Mizuru Chizuhara. Yeah, her name is her name's something. Without looking it's, at it, it's, I'm it's gonna a, struggle mouthful. with that one. Um, and oh god, what's his? I I wrote down uh, the main character's name. Kazuya. Yeah, Kazuya. Oh fuck! I have it in my uh my Kazuya Samsung notes. and Chizuru. So, yeah. long story short, <clears throat> this girl shows up, and he is uh, immediately taken by her beauty and her grace. Wait, wait, wait! And her chest. Wait, wait, wait! Can we? To before... which she says she's extremely hot. Wait, wait, wait! Before we do that, before we talk oh. about the fact that he's immediately taken, the what is the first comment he makes? I bet she's going to be fugly. That is the exact English word they used. <laughs> without That's all those true. filters and things and she shows up and he the look on his face is oh my god what have i gotten myself into i'm in love with her <laughs> oh so the, i just want everybody to understand his reaction to seeing her was comfy's reaction to seeing white in the tower of god bonwa when he finally shows up as his as his himself oh no and, he's and it was just, hot oh no he's hot <laughs> except it was, oh no, she's hot. And he just didn't know what to do. And it was the best thing. I so, wish I would just, nobody else was here to see that moment with Comfy. So I feel like I had to put that out there for the internet to see. It was and, pretty and to fun. know is just that, that the moment that Comfy saw that in, in the manhwa, Comfy just immediately was uh, worried. Yeah. And he's now worried for himself because the girlfriend that he rented is, uh, well, <clears throat> she's a looker. So our main character goes on this long date and they all go, they go to the aquarium and it's super sweet and they have a good time. And he's like, and at the end, she like reaches over and she holds his hand and he's like, oh my God, I'm in love with her. She could be the one. And he goes home and he goes on the online forums and all of the messages are like, Lamau, fucking dumbass. She grabbed my hand too. <laughs> Sucks, nerd. Dude, you rented her. Did you really think she loved you? So, it's, in his nerd rage, he leaves a two-star review. What's a one-star? No, a she one comments star. specifically that it is a one-star. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was, was two-star for some reason. No, it's a one-star uh, review. Because she bitches about the fact that her, her score went down by 0.3 points. Somebody in the comments of the episode did the math. 
um if his review tanked her um from 5.0 to 4.7 she only had rented to 12 other guys wow or she only How had 12 dare total she? reviews you so can't his one star review uh. really is going to be overshadowed at some point but but so for some reason he also takes her out on another date i mean wouldn't you uh after leaving a one star review i'm listen i'm not going to go to like a family owned restaurant blast them in the newspaper and then go the next day hey guys i'd really like to get that meal again like it's not gonna turn out well you can see that so he takes her to the aquarium again where she now suddenly knows all of the fish and all the information about them because she wanted very impressed she wanted to learn to be nice and uh People start walking up and is like, oh, you two are so cute. Are you in a relationship? And he's like, uh, I, I don't think so. Probably not. And then he has a breakdown. And then yep. she, in the aquarium, it, surrounded by people. And then she grabs him, takes him to a secluded place and does what every good girlfriend would do in this situation. Smacks him across the face. <laughs> and she, <laughs> And then yells at him, how dare you leave me a one-star review, you piece of garbage. I can't believe you've done this, you stupid evil person. I mean, she also yells at him for doing it in a public place in front of the aquarium and lots of other people for being a dumbass and a jackass at the same time. Oh, yeah. Which, I would like to point out, is hopefully deserved. A jackass, if you will. Yes. To yes. jackass. Yes. Now, <laughs> now, while this is all happening, obviously something needs to propel our plot. So the main character gets a message on his phone that he should go visit his grandma in the hospital because she fell mm-hmm. and collapsed. Now, this wouldn't be a normal. This wouldn't be an anime unless her grandmother was also at the same <laughs> hospital. Hold and on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> You, you, you're skipping oh. a little bitty too far here oh, no, because I the know, best part. I know. I was okay, going to okay, backtrack. No, I think this is a little important before you get to that point. Go for it. Which is, so they get to the hospital, and um, his mom drags his supposed girlfriend with him. Yep. And you know, mom's all like, "No, my son's never had a girlfriend. My son's never had a love life for the past twenty years. This can't be. It can't be his girlfriend. Who is this? What is this whole thing?" And so they're sitting here going through this thing, and he's sitting here sweating bullets because he's like, "I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what to say." And so he creaks out like a little croaking, dying frog. Goes, "My girlfriend," and all of a sudden, all is right in the world because his parents freak out. And his, his grandmother is over the moon! Because she apparently, is incredibly happy. Because apparently her grandson now has a girlfriend and she can die happily. Which yes. is slightly morbid, but it drives our plot along. And so we have this whole point of her being super nice to his family and being like, yes, like he's such a great boyfriend and all of these things. I, I want and this one. take it away, Tim. And so... <laughs> The parents leave uh, the grandmother, Kazuya, and uh, Mizuru oh, yes, this. at, and oh my, <sighs> what is the first thing the grandmother asks? Oh, have you had sex yet? <laughs> Yo, you fucking. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and, and she's immediately like, 
Well, no, because we wanted to, we were just wanted to be really respectful of you guys. And, and we, we were waiting for your approval. approval. We wanted before. parental permission. And so his grandmother grabs her in this big hug and is like, whenever, wherever, just do Day it. Day or night, just as much as you want. Just go I, hard. Like, I want kids. <laughs> go. I want great grandchildren. And then she looks at him and just like gives that little approving like smile. And then he looks at, at his supposed girlfriend and she's like, I guess we can. And does the whole smile like super cute thing. And he's like, I'm dead. I don't know what to do. I'm dead. We're not even actually dating. What do I do now? And so then uh, the, the grandmother decides it's so exciting that she goes to get all of her friends. Well, it's because this girl is not only the fact, it's not the fact that Kazuya has a girlfriend, but it's that she's actually hot. And real. I mean, that's true. She's hot, she's real, um, and that he has a girlfriend. It's not just the, you know, the fact that he has a girlfriend. And this is the moment where we learn <clears throat> that apparently her grandmother is also in the same hospital. What? <laughs> That's crazy. And she has not told her grandmother about her work. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and of course, as you can imagine, this is going to be lovely. I don't know if we want to spoil the end of this, just because oh, no. it's a fantastic little ending. I, I think I want. I think we want to leave it here because the ending is something to be seen. Believe it but or you not, can imagine. they get into multiple uh, oh, it's, it, situations that uh, appear unsavory. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't appear unsavory. Like, it is, it is, it is anime perfection. We, we said multiple times, like, we talked about this show, like, leading up to it, because we've been knowing it's happening for a couple weeks now, and at the end of the day, I think I've consistently said it's going to be hot garbage, and I'm going to love every second of it. It's not domestic girlfriend hot garbage. Nothing no, is domestic girlfriend hot garbage. That's the, true. The, yeah, but the, the bar is pretty it is, low. It is... It is it is pretty fantastically exactly what you would want it, from a show titled Rent a Girlfriend. It's not it's not super incredibly well animated. It's just it's super not. stupid. I mean, like the animation's good enough. Like it, mm -hmm. it is it is well done enough that like you have these the, the, the moments where you're having these these interactions, they feel organic, they feel like like they're connected. Unlike mm -hmm. Monster Doctor Girl, like we talked about last week, where I <laughs> wanted to beat my head into a wall. It's fine. Everything is fine. We're not talking about it. We don't ever have to mention that show again. If you bring okay. it up, it's on your. It's on you. I am not. I haven't watched the next episode because fun fact. <laughs> um, something went on that there just wasn't an episode this week. There wasn't. Oh, I was they already shocked. got canceled. Um, <laughs> that yeah, fast. like there, there was a special cast talk that was on Crunchy for like twenty four hours and it was gone. Um, so I went to watch it and it just didn't exist and I was very upset. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so, you know, go watch Rent-A-Girlfriend. It's cute. It's fun. It's everything you'd want out of a show called Rent-A-Girlfriend. It's... Just do it. Episode one's out now. Country yeah. Do it. I, uh... I, I tried to Rent-A-Girlfriend, but I couldn't find an app, so instead I just, uh... I tried to ask the god of my high school to give me one, and he said no. So instead I'm watching God of High School Season 2. Seems episode good. Episode 2. Season 2? You mean episode season two. 1? Episode 2? I already corrected myself. All right, so that that really one hard still to stretch wasn't for these transitions, okay, man? Yeah, You're trying really say, hard, he, and I'm proud of you. It just, just, just. He looks like that cute. 
you know, cute girls uh, do gym things anime. He's just, he's really stretching it there. <laughs> <laughs> that was such, okay, how heavier the dumbbells you lift was such a good anime. I know, that's why I had to bring it <sighs> up. All right, but back to God of anyway, High School. But God, God of High, High School, school uh, episode, episode two. two was out yesterday. Um, side note. If you're not watching the intro every single time you open the show, you're doing it wrong because the intro is fire. I yeah, just wanted good. to put that out there. If you haven't watched the intro because you're like, I want to skip through to the anime, watch the intro. I just, I feel like I have to reference that like in this like season of new beginnings anime because like people like me, if it's not, you know, an absolute flame like opening, be good, I just skip it every time. I try to skip so, because a lot of shows for some reason will put the entire plot in the intro. Yes. So, so and they don't. They don't. So please, no, please watch fine. this intro because it's really good. You'll probably enjoy it. Anyway, getting to episode two. Um, <laughs> Mira breaks his neck. No, 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 no. Let's let's start with the exact thing that we all were excited for. Uh, Jin Mori versus Mandioc. You know what we didn't get? Jin Mori versus Mandioc. Um, <laughs> what we did get was uh, Jin Mori getting his neck just destroyed Snapped. by Mira. Just like <laughs> full on, you know, just oh, full, full 90 degree neck. snap, like, like Massad <laughs> just bah, got you. <laughs> we're just, we're all expecting beautiful. this kick to go through. We're expecting this like giant shockwave. We're all like, this episode's going to open with a bang. And all of a sudden you it's, just see Jin sitting on the floor with these dudes with a thing around his neck going, let's fix your snapped vertebrae. <laughs> Wait, no, it did open with a bang. It opened with the bang of his spine <laughs> just going splat. That's actually, um, uh, it's more like a jazz club. It snaps, you know? Uh, yeah. It just, it, it's a fun little opening. You get to see a bunch of characters real quick. Um, I really love Gyo. Oh, yeah, Go Gamdo? Oh, it's Go. I, thought, I said Gyo. Which, it, one, it was, which one was Go? The uh, tai Chi. Tai Chi. He was the one that got it. Yeah, uh, so Go, and not to spoil a whole lot, um, gets his ass handed to him on a silver platter uh, by Mandioc. Which, now I know who it's Go not is. even close. Um, yes, you do. You I said, now I know. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, in a fight that looked really, really sick. Um, oh, goodness. for about Mappa's 35 seconds. Map has um, outdone themselves. Yeah, and it's the fights really look nice. so clean. Everything feels connected. It's fluid. Like, and I really should, like, I, I should expect that with it coming from, you know, like, Yuri on Ice. You know what I mean? But it's Mappa. Like, you know it's man, going to be, dude. like, beautifully animated, but every time they do it, it still, like, just pops off, and you're like, wow. Paul even uh, so brought it up to me when we were watching this. He's like, if this is what god of high school looks like what is attack on titan season four going to look like yeah exactly like could like, you imagine if attack on titan had been done by mappa the entire time i mean season I three know, is I, still I, pretty yes. fire i'm not gonna oh, uh, season no no, no. i i yeah. still haven't watched it but like the imagine, point is imagine just... season one with current mappa um animation yeah like so how if you're if you're enjoying fight like so so to get to Back to the God of High School point, like you watch this whole fight scene and then just go starts getting his ass beat because apparently Taekwondo, Northern style Taekwondo, uh, just beats the shit out of everything for whatever reason. Well, the, the reasoning is Northern style Taekwondo is designed to be used in the military and fighting and it is 
anything below the belt, no rules, just beat them up and don't die. Use your teeth, like, just... It's just straight up holds survival taekwondo. Exactly. It yeah, is... it like, it was designed to be... It is killer And we also learn, and we also do learn that um, Mori does use taekwondo as well, except as, you know, our, our other resident taekwondo user points out, they both use punches. Um, which is really, really interesting. But they're called two different things, as you find yes. out. Um, so one's renewal it, taekwondo, and the other one's northern style taekwondo. Yes. Yeah, so you have, and it's like the other name for uh, the taekwondo that Mandiok uses is called uh, is ITF taekwondo. Um, because the ITF, it, at the time it was created, was the northern uh, was North Korea's uh, secret police, basically. Um, oh, interesting. And so Renewal Taekwondo, and not to spoil too much, uh, was created to combat ITF Taekwondo. Interesting. Is that like a later later manga development that you learned specifically? You learn it very quickly. Sure. Um, okay, cool. cool. But it's like, so it's not like a huge spoiler, but it is kind of like a, that's why it's Renewal Taekwondo and not just like Taekwondo. Right. And eventually they'll just short it to Re-Taekwondo. Um, Interesting. So long story short, um, just to give you an idea, and we won't spoil the end of anything crazy, um, throughout the episode, you're watching Go get his ass beat repeatedly, just, just getting straight up smacked, um, and all of a sudden, as uh, our friend starts getting flashbacks to his time where he was a prisoner and getting his ass beat by, I assume at this point, ITF. Oh, I'm not know, spoiling now. I'm not spoiling uh, that's that fine. I, would, I wasn't looking for you to spoil that. Long story short, we're seeing him have flashbacks of like when he was having issues and getting his ass beat. As you know, he's now apparently one of the strongest people in the tournament, right? And so um, he's fighting Go and and just beating him in the submission and starts referencing these things from his flashback as if like it's current. And so it's very clear that he's not necessarily mentally stable. <laughs> the thing that's really getting me is this dude necessarily a high schooler. Can you clarify that real quick for, for everybody? Yeah, is, is God of High School limited to high school? Okay, so in Southeastern Asia um, and Eastern Asia, high school goes from 14 to 19. Okay. So, he looks 32, though. I mean, so so does Daewi Han. So, like... That's true. I, Daewi doesn't exactly look like he's 17. No, but I could I could pull a 19 for him. You could pull like a 19 or a 20, right? Yeah, I, um, I could pull that. So the the story behind Mandioc is that he was born in North Korea, uh, raised in North Korea, and uh, kind of had to fight to survive on that one. So gotcha. He's he's a little bit thicker than a Snickers, you know, <laughs> he, he has to be a little bit more muscular to to survive that one. Um, makes sense. Gotcha. Makes no, a it's it's just sense. it's real good. And so mm. all of a sudden he's he's beating go real 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 bad, and it's like fine, I guess I'll have to kill you. You know, if you're not gonna, you know, ask apologize. Me to, uh, if you're not gonna ask for forgiveness, I'll just kill you. And then all of a sudden, he's just, just he he's just. He's, he's just, just on, he's the, on floor. the other side of the arena. He's on the other side of the arena. Yeah, like, Corey shows up and is like, "Hey, I really hate your taekwondo. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, like, like. I guess you. we're fighting. 
<laughs> I guess we're fighting now. And all of a sudden, it's a lovely little bloodbath between Mori and, and our, our resident Northern Taekwondo user. And it's just... <sighs> It's it's like really the beginning. Sad. Mappa was like, we're outdoing ourselves in the beginning, and then we get to the other stuff, and it's just like ah. This is the last <laughs> fight that it shows. They yeah. show like six or seven fights before it. Uh yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. And oh my god. And every and single one of them, even Bat though they're, they're short. But Bat Boy. Yes, by all of the fights are short, but all of them are still incredibly animated, and you can tell that they didn't they didn't, they didn't cut skin. out any polish. They spent the full amount of rec time that they wanted to. Like, yeah, it yeah, looks by, really by good. It, it, it is is one of my favorite characters from the manga, um, mm. purely because he wields the bat of justice. That's literally what's written on that bat is bat of justice. <laughs> I love it. So he's just sitting there reading and clobbering on someone with the bat of justice. Uh, it's gold. He's beating some sense into people. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you haven't seen God of High School episode two, and Now's you want to check out what we thought of episode one, it. you can check out last episode. But we're on episode two now, so go watch it. Don't want to spoil the ending for you again. I think we're going to start doing that. We're going to give like a three-fourths review of the episode. No, I think that, I think that's good cool because there, the there's some developments at the end that like, yeah. I the moment you said you didn't want to spoil the end, I was like, okay, cool. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I feel say, like, like I feel like a couple. Of, I, I feel like almost all of these, except for we we can finish Misfit, at, uh, mm. Misfit Demon King Academy, because yeah. that's not like super big spoiler. Re Zero, as we're about to talk about, Episode One has a big like oh at the end. Man, so gonna... I wonder what it is. Okay, so <sighs> for context, we're just gonna jump into it. Yeah, no, no, wait. Re Zero well, back. Really Season quick two, for context. Episode One. I have. Very much so tried to watch ReZero Season 2 Episode 1. I have put yes. in more than the requisite amount of effort and have run into so many technical difficulties. I've only made it 8 minutes and 40-something seconds through the episode. So, I will be, uh, I will just be participating. Yeah, okay. So, I actually was writing my, so I wrote an episode review. Um, on this one, because I had, I had feelings. Take it away. Okay. And considering the discussion that we had in episode one of the podcast about Subaru as a character being absolutely goddamn useless, um, I think, Nate, especially for you, this might shed some light. When I made the comment that Subaru becomes less and less useless and less, less and less garbage, um, this is like, this episode is where you start to see that. Um, and okay. Paul, would you agree with that statement that like Subaru, he kind of like has a moment of clarity. I think, I think as a character, Subaru's inherent problem has been that like the only way he's ever been able to help is just by dying. <laughs> like, so he has this weird complex of like, well, the only thing I can do is die. So I might as well just go die, which is, which is really like, you know, an inherent like character point. Right. But in this first episode, we get to see this point if he's like, I can't fix this by dying. Yeah, like, there, there was to, no... to To give you an episode, uh, you know, overview of this whole first part is I like... I was going to say, that was part of the review was yeah. like, it was going to give context to that. But I wanted your, I wanted your half of that, like, where you thought about it. Like, Absolutely. Does, I, I think that Do is, you feel that a Subaru, as moment. a character, yes. there, there is, like, actual development towards him being not just fucking useless garbage? Um, I mean, again, like, the part of... I don't want to spoil exactly what happens because you're going to get into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think 
what happens necessitates like a transition from his character thinking the only thing that I can do to be useful and fix things is to die. Yeah. And I, and I think like when, when we made that whole rant the other day, I think I kind of glossed over that fact at some level, you know, it's like the only thing he has been able to do up until this point to fix things is to die. Yeah. And like then he's he... never really had to do anything else. He's just like, nah, fuck it. I'll die and reset it. Like, even yeah. if I have to kill myself to fix it. Yeah. Like, he I'll dies do and resets. And he does that and a couple times. It's like when we're raiding you know, in destiny, it's just, all right, well, it doesn't go well. Wipe it. Go back. Die. Um, and so, yeah. So I think that this is the comment that I ended up making. Uh, this this episode ends up being a turning point for Subaru, and it starts the character development arc. Um, for him, strong in the sense that we as the viewer can see where he's at, because we know a lot about what's going on, but it's that dramatic irony moment of we have a very good idea of what's going on, and the characters have no idea. Yeah. Um. And you can really see real growth with him when he's like he finally like owns up to the the Rem conversation where she confessed his love to him, or like confessed her love to him. And he like talks to Amelia about it and goes, so this happened, by the way. Um, and you need to mention that Amelia doesn't remember any of this. No, R Amelia doesn't remember Rem. Yes. Like at all. Yes, that's my point. It's like Amelia doesn't remember who Rem is. So there's no context behind it. Yeah, yeah. like he you know, goes like, it's through like, oh, the well, entire like, explanation. But, but, yeah, no, but because she should remember Rem at this point, like when you think about it, because Rem has escaped the White Whale's like the death at the hands of the White Whale this time. So Rem is very much like alive in people's memories. But what's coincidentally ha or like what is happening? Um, and a coexistence is we have the attack uh, by gluttony and by greed on Krush and Rem and the Iron Fang. And sorry, Comfy, I am spoiling this for you. I, I believe it or not, I actually got spoiled that from YouTube uh, clips from Crunchyroll's account. Okay, so <laughs> but I hey, feel less. You know bad. what? Talk about it. But okay. Um. So. You have you have this this fight between greed and gluttony where they gluttony's ability allows him to strip the names of people and their memories. Um, and if he strips someone's name, they just are forgotten. Not unlike the white whale. That's where the white whale got that power from is from gluttony. Um, and so. He strips Rem of of her name and her memories, leaving her this empty shell. So by the time that. Subaru discusses with Amelia about Rem. She doesn't know who Rem is. It's heartbreaking. It is heart. It's heartbreaking to watch. And you know they get to uh, they get back home. They get to the mansion, um, and you know Amelia and Subaru and Petra arrive to find, you know the iron fang just wounded in the yard and being treated and realizing that Krush is there and is missing an arm. And it's just horrible. And Subaru loses it. And he does, he does what Subaru does best. He just becomes like a wild animal and, and just, just and so focused on his like, trying he just to literally win. he just tries to die and reset perpetually no no, no. I, it, it doesn't that's, say that's how not... many times he's done it he tries to save rem no no not in this one that's not what happens here oh you're talking about the first one 
no, no. So what happens, and this is a thing that's discussed, ready? Okay. Is he goes, they, the white whale, they only, he only ever reset that one time. Yeah. He only ever reset the whale one time to save Rem and Krush and everybody. Um, but he, he finds Rem and she's this lifeless corpse. And he's like, well, I'm going to reset this. I'm going to save her. And he resets and it resets to the point right after he's talked to Amelia about Rem. And he realizes in that moment that there is nothing he can do to save her by killing himself. So at this point, he's got to grow and like be, be stronger and realize that there's, he's got to work with other people on this because this isn't something that he can just solve on his own by, you know, returning by death. Um, it's a really interesting character development. It's, it's a fundamentally it's, it's beautiful set. It's a character yes. growth moment where he learns, and you see him talking with Krush and uh, Felix and Wilhelm and Amelia, and he's doing his best to, like, try and be, um, like, a positive... Yeah, he's trying to lead, and he's trying to make sure that he uh, he can get us there, and so that we can succeed, and we can save Rem, and we can save, we can maybe return Krusha's memories, so that she can be whole again, and that all of these um, all of these other soldiers of the Iron Fang can be whole again, and and Felix is just not having it. Yeah. Felix is like Felix is like no I I won't risk you know, her life again yeah she I doesn't not, even know who she is right now like I I don't know if I can protect her and it's this whole you get this whole dichotomy of 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 Subaru who's right now willing to do absolutely anything to go save his friends knowing that he's still powerless like for all intents and purposes to the opposite side of this discussion where she's like no I have power but I don't think it's enough. So, like, we shouldn't, and we can't. Yeah. And it's a really interesting character dichotomy of, like, one who's willing to try and, like, figure out how to surpass one, like, himself at the entire moment versus one who's scared that, like, they'll lose even more so they won't. Yeah, and it's instead of seeing Subaru be the one that's so afraid to, to act and to lose yeah. everything, he is, he's grown to the point where he's like, I know that I have to take risks to save my friends. Like, that if I want to save people, I can't just play it safe. Yep. Like, yep. And, and you hear him make the comment right before he takes his own life, um, before he realizes that he, that, that he can't reset far enough back, um, that he was willing to fight uh, Beetlejuice again and again and again until he actually gets there. And then yep. you see him realize that he can't do anything, and then he has the discussion with Puck at the mansion, and Puck explains the problem. And Subaru doesn't, like, get angry or upset at his powerlessness. He kind of just realizes that this is the world that he lives in, and getting upset about something that he can't control or fix there isn't going to solve the problem. And instead of, you know, throwing a hissy fit like he normally would, he tries to make a positive action towards solving the problem yeah and maintaining the alliance 
It's beautiful. Um, I just, I, I really love this episode. I think it it it, it, it fix it, it. It is the beginning of Subaru finally taking all the points that he's learned and realizing that now that he has this ability and it's an extension of those points, not a the only thing I can do. It's very much a, a, a for those of you like we mentioned it the other day. I think it's we were talking about it's like the edge of tomorrow. Like at the very beginning, he's just like, well, I guess I'll just die and try it again, as opposed to well, let me learn something this time. Let me like actually become better and like get to the point where I can I can really just go do things on my own as a character of my own, you know, and win a fight because I know what's going to happen, you know, even if it takes me you know fifteen thousand times, you know, jumping through things, you know, it's it's lovely. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good episode to start the season back on. Um, yep. And again, just seeing positive change in Subaru is is already awesome. Um, so, I think that should wrap that for us. I mean, that's mm. the I I don't know if there's too much more to discuss about that because like I want people to be able to like really experience some of that on their own. You yeah, know? and I tried and to like, like leave some of it, but that like yep. for a lot of people they're like, but it's ReZero. It doesn't have character depth. What's character depth? Yep. Um. Well, the, the, the problem and is... And even Amelia has her moments, too. Like, well, like Amelia, it, it, Amelia has a moment of, like, I don't care. Like, I don't care who it is. I don't care necessarily, like, what our relationship has been in the past, because I don't remember them. But, like, if they matter to you... They matter like, to I'll me. I'll go to the ends of the earth. And it's just, like, this beautiful moment of her realizing that her relationship to Subaru is no longer just this, like, Subaru is chasing after her like a little puppy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this it's a, it's evolving into a mutual relationship and it's really really interesting it's also really easy to confuse lack of character depth with lack of character growth yes and yes. in this show this show suffers from it really poorly because first of all every character that actually has more than an inch of depth is in a cycle so you see them act the same way multiple times and do the same things over and over but that's not a fault of their character it's a fault of their circumstances Meanwhile, Subaru up until this season doesn't have a whole lot of growth and he keeps going through the cycle. So you, you get him beat down constantly and you, you're getting this lack of character growth from the one person that can actually get it. And you're being deprived of it in every other sense because of the circumstances. Yep. So again, that's not to say that those characters aren't deep and that they aren't great characters. It's just, it's very easy to miss that. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's, this season will be, if that was your largest gripe with ReZero season one, mm-hmm. that gripe will be solved or at least, at least attended to, at least mitigated, yeah, at least attended yeah. to, I think is, is more, um, is more accurate, but, uh, that's just so good. Please get like, go watch episode one. It's, yeah. it's real good. Like you're going to enjoy it. Um, we'll have more, more next week. Um, and real quick. Just because uh, we want to make sure we have appropriate time for all the things. Misfit uh, at Demon King Academy, episode two. I don't want to spoil too much at this point. I just want you to know that the parents are back, and please go watch it because the parents are back. And he has and a second wife. Yeah. He has a second wife. He has a it second wife. Nothing else matters. He has a second it. wife. Wait, 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 imagine wait, 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 imagine wait. how the parents reacted when they came the first time. I want you to imagine oh how dad God, reacts when he comes up with a second one. wife. Wait, 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 wait. Can we just mention that she's a Sundare? But she yes. at least acts on things. 
She is the ultimate tsundere. We we got a little bit of soon, or, or we got a lot of soon early, and almost no dare. And then we got a lot of dare and a little bit of soon, and then we got a little more soon and a little more dare. All in the same well, now, episode. We got all of it. We got the whole thing. The whole true. shebang. We had the I entire want you to, I like, character arc in one episode. Like, it was great. Can, I, it, was the, it was the funniest thing, I think, at the opening. Pigtails. Because that's how you I mean, knew. That, that's not even, I mean, yes, it was the pigtails that knew. But I'm, I'm referencing the fact that like, he was like, I'm going to announce my candidacy to be a leader of uh, this whole thing. Yeah, and everybody's like, "You can't. You're not a royal." And he goes, "You're wearing so basically, the white I just outfit." Have, I was just, so he was just like, "So uh, basically, all I have to do is prove to you that y'all are dumb, right?" I just, no, like, I just have she, to win, right? Like right, that's all that matters. If you <laughs> prove that I'm dumb, then you can announce your candidacy. But if you don't, you have to apologize and leave. You have to apologize and then leave the academy. Yes, and then resign so, from the academy. Yeah, like, and then so he just walks up and goes, "Let's seal it with a contract because I'm no little bitch." <laughs> and so the teacher seals it with a contract with him, and he walks over and goes, "This is wrong. This, this is two, dumb. This I don't remember making this mistake. No, no, no. I don't remember making this mistake. No, 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 no. What he said was, "This two thousand year old magical seal that you have used as the source of all of your magic is wrong." I realized it was wrong before I died, but I didn't have time to fix it. So, uh, give me one second. The teacher's like, you shut the fuck up. You're stupid. There's that, there's no, wait a, wait a minute. Is that one and a half times more powerful because you just snapped your fingers? He's like, nah, nah, it's, uh, it's two. (laughs) Uh, in the wise words of, uh, uh, Paul's boss, uh, Ben Bowman, uh, double it. (laughs) <laughs> double it double it yeah, like that's, that's it it would just it would great you know we're sitting it's, there we're sitting there trying to do all this stuff and he just walks in and is like yeah so basically i'm a better bitch than all of y'all and uh i'm announcing my candidacy and the only person who joins him is misha is because his wife misha's sister has taken everybody else because she is the most like next in line for candidate to be the next demon king and uh and then long story short, go enjoy watching uh our, our lovely friend uh shit on everybody in that entire class. I, I by okay. himself. I thought you were gonna say our lovely friend and then his name and you forgot it for a second. Um, that may have been what just happened. <laughs> okay, to be fair, because I, I didn't want to also... screw up the pronunciation again because I've done that a couple times. <laughs> Oh wait, wait, oh, wait! Are, oh, we, are we talking about Anos Voldegold or Voldego? I don't. Okay, Volibear, yes. Volibear, <laughs> yes. Anos Volibear. Um, if any of our listeners are good at uh, art, can you please just draw the please like Anos's face on Volibear for me? It'll be my, it'll be my Twitter profile <laughs> In, for a week if you do that. Or no, it'll be his Twitter profile forever. Honestly, it might be in a week. He'll forget. Long story short, uh. They end up building all these castles via Zex. Not Zex. They, they uh, have a Fortnite build battle. Watch well, no, the no, guys is the Guys is the, the, the everybody links together ability. Iris is the I build the castle ability. Oh, uh, thank you. My and bad. so she uses her Iris to build this like full Demon King castle. And I was like, ha ha ha. And she's like, my sister can't compete with this. And then Misha builds three of them. <laughs> And she's they, like, well, it can't be real, so let's find out which one it is. Send a vanguard! Oh, wait. 
Arnos is already in front of our castle using teleport. That shouldn't be possible. Oh, wait, he's picking up our entire castle with brute force, even though we reinforced it with magic, so he couldn't use magic against it. Wait, this isn't how it's supposed to he work. He just yeets the castle. Like, and then he spins it like a top on this like index finger. He, it's great. He plays basketball with a castle that it, it. This is like, by the way, this is a full sized like castle. Like Elsa would have built this up in a mountain somewhere to get away from reality, and he's just he just throwing he just it around. Chucks it like a like a like a baseball. He's playing baseball with himself. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's really cute, honestly. And it, it, it's a great episode. Just if you want to see ridiculous OP boy be OP again, and then also have parents freak out because he brought home a second wife, go watch it. It's fantastic. The parents are honestly the highlight of that entire. Like, I don't know if the parents keep showing up, I'm just gonna be perpetually happy because they're fantastic characters as exuberantly written as they are. I really don't think there's any way to like make the parents feel bad as characters. No, mm. I don't think you can fault them. They're pretty great. It's just too good. I don't yes. know. That's right. about it. I, it's just, it's just, it's just a good show. Honestly, I'm just enjoying it. I'm, it, I am pleasantly surprised. I mean, we said earlier, like it was going to be either good or real bad. And it's, it's gotten good. It's not so, bad yet. That's yeah. True. I think yet is the term. It's currently my dark horse of the season. It was one that we were like, oh no, it could be really good. It could be really bad. But, uh, it came out swinging and, it if did. it's anything, if it keeps swinging like that, it'll end up like Demon Slayer, no doubt. It'll be something that people really enjoy. It is they really just, well animated, though. It is really well animated, too. That the, They blend the, the magic with some CGI element stuff really, really well, and it just works. Yeah, like, the, when they use the, the magic circles, and, like, you can see oh, the, pow so the power, like, their power yeah. levels, like, that and CGI show, looks... show their roots. Yeah, yeah. CGI and all of the magic roots look different too. It's inherent to each character. Yeah, it's really that's cool. really really pretty. So, hey guys, if you want to watch a new, like, like Tim said, it's it's our dark horse of the season so far. Uh, we still have to go back to our Funimation roots and some and some stuff and and watch our No Guns Life. Um, wow, Paul, you got it right this stuff. time. I did. Yay! Wait, what season? We're gonna catch up on stuff. Season two. Thanks. All right. All right. <laughs> Is are you sure it's not No Gun No Life? Or or no no it's, game no, no life. Gun. I need no, to watch that too. No no game no gun season eight available <laughs> guys, now. Thanks for listening to this first spot. What's our that's our summer lineup stuff. We're gonna give ourselves uh, a quick moment from our sponsors again here at Kings Coast Coffee. Give you guys another ad for a moment, um, and then we'll be right back once that is over, and we're gonna dive into our webtoon from this week and some some new studio uh, some new uh, Shonen Jump stuff. So we'll catch you guys in a minute. Hey everyone, this is Wayne from Kings Coast Coffee, and I just want to let you know about our new seasonal selection, the Summer Swells. This natural processed light roast from Zambia is out of this world. Boasting notes of grape, vine-ripened strawberry, and fresh watermelon, it's excellent in a pour-over, and even better as a home cold brew. It's the perfect roast for those warm summer mornings or an afternoon in the shade. This roast is only here for the summer, so head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com and grab yours today. And while you're there, make sure to grab some of the Nitro Cold Brew if available for the perfect summertime pairing. Okay, guys, welcome back to Studio Blank. Episode 3. Kind of on it. It's been a good day. 
Yeah, it, good it, episode so far. It's been yeah, it's pretty. Uh, you, you doing anything? We're, we're trying today? out. We're trying out some fun stuff. You know, yeah, we're trying you, out some fun I, stuff. I mean, yeah. I think today's been pretty good, but you know, yeah. I, it's been it's been relatively ordinary. Nothing out of the unordinary. No, not at all. It's not like uh, we're we're looking for somebody kind of kind of hey, like John Doe. Hey, let's talk about something unordinary. John Doe. <laughs> if you John Doe, I wish his name was John Doe. If his, his name, name was John, John Doe, Doe, it would have sub. It is? Yeah, you in the idiot. Show, in the, in the, his name is I literally John I forgot his John last Do- name was Doe. I knew his name was John. I forgot it was Doe. Yeah, right, he is literally so, John Doe. That's the best part. Since oh last God. week, all three of us have binge read through the entirety of Unordinary, and we have some very strong and different opinions Very about strong it. opinions. All right. Uh, let's... Tim, uh, okay, I want to start out with this. Tim made a claim last week that it was better than Tower of God. No, I said it might be, to me, better than, like, for me, better than Tower of God. And we... We kind of we kind of had a little 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 show off here play before the, the podcast. <laughs> play the clip. <laughs> play it back. And um, I disagreed, but we'll get into why I disagreed in a little bit. It 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 has some of it to do just with how you how you enjoy worlds being built. You know, like we'll we'll get into that in a moment. Comfy wasn't part of that discussion, so we'll, we'll run it back for him. But um, it's a good read. It is well done. I will say that. Um, I do want to preface that by also saying if you have issues with emotional manipulation and or um, violence, use, domestic violence, I guess in that, I guess. Yeah, it's I think that's domestic bull- violence. And bullying. It's as close as it can be uh, yeah. like bullying and or like emotional manipulation to the level of like gaslighting. Yeah. Um, you will have some issues. So be very, very careful when you read it. It is very heavy. It, it doesn't pull its punches in the way that it does things. Part of the reason I, I, I have been having issues reading it is because I physically get sick reading it. Like, I literally want to vomit at points during some of these incidents. It is really well done. And the reason I want to vomit is because it is so well shown about how these things happen. Mm-hmm. That... Again, like I said, due to previous experiences and whatnot, like I, it, I've been there, know what it's like. It makes me want to vomit. I physically don't like handling it. That said, it is so well done. The characters are gorgeous in their, their drawing. The characters each have their own unique styles and their own unique looks. And it's well, like, reminds me, uh, you guys haven't seen this yet, but it reminds me of Chivalry, Chivalry of a Failed Knight in character design somewhat. Okay. Um, and and how each character in their own abilities has their own unique like outfit that associates them with their abilities um and so you'll kind of get into that later so if you guys have seen chivalry of a failed knight or something like that you'll get what i'm saying there um it's just so well done sarah's such a good character i think she's on as a character is a good character Albeit, I hate him with every fiber there are of my being two good characters in this show everyone no. else is a piece of shit Oh, no, no, no. There's two morally good characters in yes. this. Fact. The rest are garbage. The rest are assholes. But, and it's Remy and Sarah. Change my mind. Yes. Remy and Sarah are innately I, I give, good. I would give Arnos the benefit of the doubt in a lot of circumstances. No, no Arlo, Arlo is not. Ar- no, no, no. Arlo, Arlo is a, was an Arlo- ass until he realized that there was someone stronger than him. And while that did break him and give him a change of mind. He was still that person until he realized he wasn't at the top. 
He I he was. I still, don't know if I no. agree with that. No, no, no. only All, because it's very no. Arlo apologizes for the mistake that he made because if he had decided not to be the asshole that continuously pushed John, none of this would have happened. No one would have gotten hurt. Let me let me make the counterpoint here. And the hierarchy would still very be intact important. the way that he liked it. I, I want to hear Paul's point. I want to make this counterpoint very, very important. I do not think Arlo, in particular, is malicious about it. And that's why I can't give him a morally bad disposition. Uh, counterpoint. Arlo, let me, I gotta finish this point. Arlo's point of manipulation and point of otherwise egging on and pushing the envelope in his mind, is always to get people to the place that they need to be for both their benefit and the benefit of the system. I will not call that a good thing, nor will I call that the appropriate way to do things, having been somebody who's done that in the past. It is inherently wrong and borderlines on evil. However, I cannot say that he is malicious and or intentionally out to hurt people. Uh, counterpoint. He with the was, exception of that one moment with John where he pulled him out in the, the, the middle of the salt flats where the, the battles were happening. He was like, I'm going to beat you into shape. Also, the entire listening. month and a half of abuse that he gave to John leading up to that point that was specifically targeted at him, an individual, not because he was out of place in the hierarchy, but because he was... Uh, because uh, of his relationship with Sarah, which removed her from the hierarchy. Yes. So, because so again, of, again, though, to that point, though, that is for the safety of the hierarchy. So instead like, of and Sarah's in, position, who he is more closely related to than John. And again, which is why I say, but he targeted John out of it, who was staying in his position and was do, was not intentionally dragging other people to his position. And he even said later on that he was he lost sight of the hierarchy as a whole and was going after John out of hatred. Yes. Yes. Arlo Arlo admitted but again, that again, it this started is the point that I'm making is like and it became a personal vendetta. At yes, that because point, he acknowledges it, it as so. morally wrong. Yes, but he acknowledges it as so. Yes, and John also acknowledges that his decisions he made at New Boston are morally wrong. Yes. And yet and yet here he is still doing the thing that is morally That's, wrong. I mean I also think that's partially the headmaster's fault, but we're not going to get into that right now. Oh, the the, the, the head the headmaster <laughs> is absolutely running a grand social experiment like an asshole. Oh, hundred percent. Yes, like, absolutely. I'm one hundred percent in the face on the of the government. Page. It's fantastically like written because he's just, just stronger him. than the government. So the government's like, well, we can't do anything. Yes, I was going to say, um, and I'm not exactly sure what his power level is, but I'm pretty None sure he's do. like a nine and a half. Based on the way yeah. that he's respected, because and the way that people talk to him, because the you had you had investigators come from the authorities, which is what they're called. It's not the government; it's the authorities, because yeah, they yes, are. That is an interesting point. They are stronger than you. That's what the point is: is they are your authority because they have a higher power level. They beat that yes. into their wording. Uh, so they call the authorities, have an investigator come to investigate Sarah. That's fine. They call the authorities again to have a higher level investigator come. Someone, an investigator who is an elite, who, when the headmaster tells him, get the fuck out of my school, he says, I can't do anything. Yep. And he just yeah. walks away. And they talk about Kaon being like, I want to say he's like an 8.5. Like, he's, he's stronger than really? Sarah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
And oh, so it's oh like, he's stronger than John. He has to be. Yeah, no, but he, uh, John, uh, John's official power ranking is like somewhere in, uh, is like a seven. His, his official one is definitely lower than the actual one because it's a, definitely a variable. Yes, yeah. I was about to make the point. It's like but, his official power rating has very little to do with his actual power at the moment due to the fact that his whole... It's his... It, because it's the aura point, ability yeah. where he can, he can magnify like someone else's ability. He can manipulate auras, pretty much. Yes. His um, own aura, at least. He can manip... Well, yeah, he can manipulate his aura to copy those of around him with matter and energy affecting abilities. Yes. Um, as long disgusting. as it's something that he can visibly see, because, like, you can't... It, it has you can't to learn have... how to read minds watching someone stare intently at a coconut. Yeah, well... Or it, invisible. It has to have a, like, uh, a visual or an audio cue. If it has yes. some kind of visual or audio cue, he can manipulate it. Um, we don't know if he can't learn invisibility yet. Yeah, we like, haven't yes, seen that. No, one. they specified that he hasn't been able to do it because he had the, the invisible dude around him and he couldn't sense the aura. So there's something inherently tied to the invisibility mm, okay. that like, right. allows the aura unable to be sensed and thereby copied. Like, the sense. same thing happened when, uh, I, it's not Iris, what's but his name? Here, here's the question, though, is if you were about... to watch the invisible dude turn invisible... He that's might. fair. That, yeah. that's, that, that's my question. They my haven't question. specified that yet either, too, mm. which is fair. Yeah, that, that's... Again, the point is... Bring, you so, bring up a very good point, though, in that he couldn't sense yes. the aura of the invisible guy. So, it's, it is really an interesting, like... It is brutal. I, I, it is... Oh. It, like... And I didn't want to I can understand I why it's that. good. Like my, I can understand why it's good. Last I week, again get to the point that, like... I was going to say, last week when I talked but, about it, I didn't want to, like bring up how emotionally draining and brutal draining it yeah it could be because i didn't want people to be like turned off going well i don't want to read this because it's going to like tire me out i wanted people to read it because it's very real yes like oh, it's and every so i i say it very light i said it very lightly early every character is an asshole except for two of them but it's the thing is you need to understand they're all teenagers and yep. they act like teenagers act. Yes. They have clicks. They target people. And when they feel slighted, they move on. John, at any point in the story after chapter 50, could have been the bigger person uh, because the people around him did actually start to learn from their mistakes. Blake is an asshole, but he learned from it. Like, yep. Ison is an asshole, but he learned but he from, Eisen it. Learned learned from, from it. it. And, they, and the thing is, it's like, you're watching it and from like Ison's eyes and from Black's eyes, it's like they realize like regardless of, oh, John's God tier power level and he'll kick my ass because of everything I've done to him. They realize and you can tell that they have this moral dilemma of I was wrong and what I was doing was wrong and I shouldn't have been acting the way that I was. And, this is the, and, and, and to, the, to the point that you make about after chapter 50, John mm -hmm. being able to be the bigger person is the issue is that John cannot see the difference. That's exactly what I was getting to. Sucking up. Mm -hmm. and I have morally wronged you, let me fix it. Well, it's, and, that's, and that's the thing that makes it so interesting is because every point after that, like, cause I, I think that's a really good point of that's when Eason figures it out, and that's when Eason, like, first, like, starts having this dilemma, and he learns it all, but then even Blake starts being nice to him without knowing everything. Yes. Uh, and so, but John doesn't know that. All that John can see at this point in time is, 
I was beaten, I was kidnapped, I was abused, I was taken into a field to be beaten and left for dead, and the only reason I survived was because I left them for dead. And that, his entire perspective is, he killed the strongest guy, the strongest guy told other people, and those people are now afraid of him, so they're trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. And there is no reason for him to accept, to accept a fake apology for someone trying to suck up to him for doing that. But he doesn't know that's not what it is because he's so consumed by his anger. And, and by all these kids are assholes. Like, can, can we just point out that, like, we need to remember, I mean, like, I, mine was a little different because I was homeschooled, right? But, yeah. like, good lord, high school? Dude, high school, high school was a living hell. And like, like this is a we, very people forget that like, like a very good mirror. I know people of like have rose colored glasses on about school. their childhood. Sometimes I don't, you know, trust me. I don't, I mean, again, like this is why I said sometimes it's like, sometimes like you have to go back and look at your childhood and be like, Oh, I was the bully, you yeah, know, like, yeah. like, like, and, and, and of course the, 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 the situation is amplified by use of system of like magic and powers and whatnot. But like, oh, it's it, the entire culture of the world in unordinary is that if you are a lower power level you are less of a person like there are points in time yep. where characters that go out and try to be superheroes sorry spoiler i'm not saying any names but whatever and they go out and it's like here you guys are less than ones on the scale i am here to help you i i want nothing in return and they're terrified and they're, they're terrified the, the less they're, they literally don't know what to do what, what they're like leave us don't do anything like we don't want to deal with you like because it'll it'll disrupt the balance that we have here even like if we're getting beat like it doesn't matter because like we're less than we're, we're less than ones and it's this whole system of the society and, it, and, and of course it brings about the societal conversation which is why i think it also is really good because the conversation around societal issues about like having people who are who are considered and or are less fortunate than others like it's a great conversation piece especially in a story like this but the, the rest of it just like uns like if, if this story were able to do all of that it's doing sans john's propensity for domestic violence and emotional and physical abuse and manipulation i'd probably be like this is really really good the problem i am having is that it is so drastic and so it swings really in, it's hard in both your ways. face. Like, like it, it's not even like it's casual. It is in your face saying things that I have seen and heard said to other people. And like my gut screams at me and I'm like, I need to take a break. Let me put this down. Yeah. Like, but, but I think that's, that's the mark of a story that like, especially exactly. when it's, it's a, there it's a, a discussion of the society that we live in. You can look at it as like, Oh, it's this magic. But think about it. All that mirrors is people's economic standpoints. The entirety of yeah. uh, the entire uh, point of the book Unordinary, which is a book in the tune Unordinary, believe it or not, it's where it gets the name, uh, is that the people who have these extraordinary extra power should not only be using it to better themselves, but also to help the people that don't have that power. And it's way and, and more as a, drastic as in a this note, universe. In the book, the people that do that end up getting killed by people who don't because they're jealous. And like, it's a it's a beautiful little interesting dialogue on the two extremes of socioeconomic 
and and societal status it's mm-hmm. it's really well done just be like i said if you have issues with emotional and physical abuse please it, be very careful be prepared for it the first 40 ep- but it is a really like good read it hurt me watching john get beat up and then it was pretty satisfying for a little bit to watch john beat people up like there was it a, stopped being fun altogether like there was a couple fights where it was like wow you know what somebody got what they deserved but then it just became gratuitous yeah, and they make a point of it. They're not they're not yeah. doing gratuitous violence for you to be like, "Yeah, fuck them up." They're doing gratuitous violence to be like, "That's over the top." The line yes. needed to be drawn 5 minutes ago. Yeah, yep. and they make it very And they make clear it a very particular point with John's character. Mm-hmm. That it's like that everybody else generally stop. stops. They stop like when they know they've gets won. There when they're like, "This is uh, this reminds me of um Oh, where is it? It's literally like Ender's Game, almost kind of redone in in a in a, in a different sense. With with John being the flip side, mm-hmm. is like Ender always does it in self defense, and he goes, "Fine, I'm winning all of the future fights. Period. You pushed the line. Now I'm ending it." John seeks out the ending of the line. It's not as if it's in self defense anymore. It's this. Oh, you slighted me just for a moment. Even if that wasn't your intention, cool. Never again. Yeah, like it's, it is. Ugh. He he is a vengeful little shit. It's a beautiful character discussion. So please read mm. if you can stomach it. It um, yes. And if you can't, do not feel bad about it. Yeah, if, it you, is, if you can't, it's a lot. Like if you can't stomach it, but you would like to to talk about it, um, feel free to talk. Like come talk to us about it on Twitter or on Discord or whatever. Um, and we'll be more than willing to talk to you about it. Um, I, yes, I love it's, it. It's I, just well done. I, and to, to go back to this point about that Tim mentioned, cause we, we, I, I kept comparing this to tower. It is an entirely different world set than tower. Oh, right. It, we were talking about this kind of earlier and we're going to let this episode run a little bit long while we talk about this. It's going to be a long boy. It's going to be a long episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, I said in like I say in this episode in the ser- in, in unordinary you kind of have this world that revolves around John. Mm-hmm. If John is not the centerpiece in some way of like shaping the narrative, it kind of seems as if it's like you're removed from the main story. Even mm-hmm. even a couple of the escapades outside as we were talking about into the places where people are sub ones and they're getting saved by superheroes and whatnot. It almost feels as if you're removed from the main story because John isn't present, right? I I feel like at the beginning that's absolutely true. Yes. Once you, once you get to Sarah and Ray and a couple of the others, it definitely moves along better. Well, I feel like, like once John uh like once it's revealed that he has a power, at that point the dynamic shifts so heavily because it's not just his what am I doing now? You have uh Remy Blake and Eason going how do we respond to this and you have Arlo trying to figure out his way to keep uh, everything in track and you have Sarah who is being lied to on eight different sides and you have these different interesting storylines I actually found myself not wanting to know as much about John because I wanted to follow the other characters yeah yes it becomes I agree. it becomes a very vibrant uh, revolving living world mm-hmm. the moment we realize like what's actually going on with John and, yes. I, and I feel like up until that point if you didn't have John on the screen, something was missing. Yes. 
but once you but it took a while for the writer to build out that dynamic but once it was built yes. out it well they off. finally got you to different characters that you ended up caring about as a po- like as an individual as opposed to them being references to john right like yeah up until john has powers like sarah is in reference to john almost a protector yes like like it is the caretaker protector of john arlo is this heavy-handed like i am king bow down you know not necessarily at this point for the sake of bowing down but for the sake of order in the system for the hierarchy yeah you know like like eason you have this i am the guy who's here looking at everything trying to figure out what's going on because something doesn't seem to be i'm right i'm a nosy bastard that doesn't know when to stop sticking my nose in things (laughs) pretty much you know and then blake is this well, I'm kind of stuck in the middle. Like, well, I'm not I, here to protect you. I'm but, like, Jack, you need to, like, so... know your place. Like, he's like, just just please know your place. Like, like, and then you slap my friend and, like, I'm going to clap back. Because and then you, were... you have Remy, who is just best girl. Yes. Remy is objectively best girl. So you have all of these points and all of them around, revolve around how they relate to John. But the moment John gets powers, John kind of stands alone. And then, of course, because of other incidents in the story that I don't necessarily want to spoil, mm-hmm. like, you get these moments of... No, they are fundamentally their own character, external all of it, and they can now relate to each other as individuals as opposed to relating to each other and referencing John. We've also done a really good job about not talking about that point. Let's continue not doing it because it's a really good way to... Yes. Yeah. So we get this whole dynamic, and it's really, really interesting. And, and the world sort of like... It still revolves, though, in almost entirely around those core set of characters. But a good you know, story should sometimes like, yes, I'm not disagreeing that I'm just making the reference that the difference in tower to this is that tower is built as if the world exists, period. Yeah, the like, world is going it, to exist. It does not matter who is there. Everything progresses. You know, like we get these flashbacks with Jinseng Ha and Caliban and you're like, oh, shit, that was a couple thousand years ago. Like, yeah, it's it, like, oh, it that was feels like it, years ago. You know, like, but like, you're like, you're still caught up in the fact that like all of this else is going on. And then when you realize that there was 800 years ago, you're like, wait, how long ago was, was Genesis, you know? And you start to relate to that, to Genesis and why Jinseng Ha is doing what he's doing and trying to find a slayer. And like, you kind of find all these things and everything still feels like it's moving no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. And like. You know, for example, we finally have, you know, in, in the latest couple of chapters before the break, we're like at this wall and we're like, whoa, you know, and then you realize that this wall has been standing for like 2000 years and you're like, Longer wait, the that. wall has been standing oh. since the last war ended. Yeah. And so like you finally you're like, wait, nobody's breached this wall. Like nobody's seen the second wall. And all of a sudden you see the second wall and you're like, whoa, like that's been there for how long? And we're like finally meeting these characters who have also been around since Genesis being like, sup guys. And you're like, wait, what do you mean? You know? And it's as if the world you're just inserted in with bam, you know, and then Kuhn and then rack and like all of these things. And you're learning everything about them almost before they know it themselves. So it's almost, as if, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, everything in unordinary, you're still kind of learning as if you were in the shoes of those characters. Yeah. And so the world still, and, and, and again, like you pointed out, it's not a bad thing. It's just two entirely different worlds. And I tend to prefer the, the former, mm-hmm. you know, like I am the guy who like sat down and went through the Silmarillion and Lord of the Rings. And then was like, 
oh you know and like read through it and was like okay what's treebeard's history you ever like, like you know. rage build a language and then decide that you need to have an <laughs> entire world to go with it you know like like that's you know like like tolkien's worlds lewis's worlds in the chronicles of narnia mm-hmm. like there you know and it's great when you can have these worlds that was it you that i was talking to about chronicles of narnia the other day i don't think so it was, was definitely talking, not me oh, oh no i was talking to nelstar about it okay uh we're nerding out over reading chronicles of narnia uh yeah. but like there's so many writers and authors that can build these incredible worlds and then put a story inside of them. Yes. But it doesn't mean any less when there's other authors that can create an incredible story that have to build a world around that. Like yep. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Harry Potter was a story built around a character and the world was built around it. Especially yes. considering some of the later facts that we're getting they're iffy. Uh, no, just, just it's J.K. Rowling. Doing but JK the Rowling world, the world that came out of that is very interesting, and it's very cool, yes. and people love it. But the problem is, if you look much deeper than a certain degree, you're like, well, that's that's weird. There's only like 20 spells in Harry Potter, like that sort yeah. of that sort of issue. Yeah. It's not fully fleshed out. Versus like, if I wanted to go back into uh, the world of Lord of the Rings or even the world of like Game of Thrones I can go back a couple hundred thousand years and yeah. find histories and incredible genealogies and like exactly. what they meant and why they meant it and why the founding of the nation occurred with dragons for and why, you know, and why this mattered and why that mattered and how these characters connect and the really cool part the Witcher, about having the that Witcher. Witcher like yeah like you're like you know forgiving that they did the skip backs and everything that they did forgiving you know, that like, Geralt's already like 800 years old like again but like at the yeah. end of the day so that's the other thing that i was getting is like unordinary in relation to to towers just two entirely different worlds and stories and and tim happens to apparently which is cool like likes no and know, it's i just the way that's built i love the fact that it's like a socioeconomic commentary, but it doesn't necessarily have to feel like it at times. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you I whereas, mean, like if you take a look at Lord of the Rings, the entire point of Twin Towers was a socioeconomic discussion on World War Two. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> like and the industry and like wanting to be like, no, like industry doesn't always benefit. You can and, use it to like raise things. And, and Two Towers yeah. is, in fact, one of my favorites. Um, yeah. I'm partial to Return of the King myself, but that's, you know, I love a good hero story. So, Aragorn, what can I say? Wow. But, you know. I I think. So, it's just, it depends on what kind of, of, of worlds you kind of enjoy. What kind of stories you enjoy being told in those worlds, I guess. You know, like, you can just enjoy the story, or you can enjoy the world, and then the story in it. Yeah. So. All right. That's I, that's that's a deep discussion. That, that was, was a really deep discussion. That was, uh, I got a that lot was, better than I was expecting. So just, just, uh, just to get to get a little fun with you guys, through. just for the last couple minutes, so we have yeah, something that was, funny. That was a lot, you know. That like, was heavy. Ha! Whoo! Ha! Was well, fun, we hope you guys enjoyed that because that I, was that, I, I that really was a good liked discussion. unordinary and like it brought up a lot of really interesting thoughts, you know. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep reading it week to week. 
So uh, yes, I ended we, up. We'll probably ended have a discussion later on it. Uh, I, did I just loved it. I am not fast passing because I need to emotionally <laughs> prepare <laughs> you, myself. You just need to take a break. I yes. don't blame you. It it is very so, heavy at times. But you know what isn't? No, it's not heavy. Shonen, Shonen Jump has a new. It's it's a new web only. Yeah, so it's only in there. You can only read it in the web browser. It's not in the app. Which yep. Upsetty spaghetti for your boys, but if you have the subscription, you can read it anyways. And I think right now, all five all chapters, five chapters are, free. are free anyways. So if you don't, now is a good time to get started on it. And if you love it, and this is the one that you you need like one more validation to go get that two dollar a month subscription to Viz Media, please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> not sponsored but willing. Not sponsored but willing. Um. This this one is really it, funny. It's hilarious. It's it's so it's like I try okay. I try to keep so, this podcast a world pretty of clean for myself. Wait wait, okay, this is one of my favorite fucking manga of the year. It's so funny. It's so lighthearted, and episode like the first chapter sets everything subverted. Expectation is subversion. Expectation subversion at its finest. It's great. Okay. I don't want to spoil it too much for Comfy because like. I, I just want to so, sell this. I want to uh, sell it. Let's say this. Earlier, while I was eating my Chinese food and trying to figure out some things, they were reading this together. We were reading. We were catching back. back up. Okay. I had to catch up. So what happened, two, what two happened with that is, is the fact that um, it came out while I was visiting Paul in Tampa, and we were at a guitar center when I got an email from Shonen Jump going hey by the way ayakashi triangle is our new web only manga it'll be out weekly i mean if you get the physical shonen jump volumes uh it'll be in there as well but it's web only it's not in the app i'm like okay and so he tries to find it on the app making sure because he wanted to read it while we were out running around yes that's 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 how much of a weeb he is yes so which is okay you know and like, so uh, we got home and then we read it and uh i so give 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 a weird little summary for for up, for chapter one without spoiling the end okay so before that i want to say that it's written by uh kentaro kabuki which um he he wrote black cat and uh illustrated to love rue and to love rue darkness Okay. So if you've read those or seen those, those are his characters. Oh. Um, and his mentor was uh, Takeshi Obata, and th- who was the illustrator for Hikaru no Go, Bakuman, and more famously, Death Note. You call that Bakuman? Bakuman? Um, so... Oh, 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 by the way, and here's here's the real kicker for, for somebody. Um, as we all are Darling in the Franks stands, Kentaro uh Yabu are we? Or, yeah. Kentaro Yabuki are we? is also the I, I almost just fucked it up. And called him Kentaro Kabuki. Um Kentaro Yabuki is the, the mangaka for Darling in the Franks, just so you know, Paul. Yes. Um uh, so our favorite studio good, trigger good show first 15 episodes <laughs> yeah you could write a good first 15 episodes for sure um so ayakashi triangle is uh the way that viz puts it is it's a ninja exorcist manga with a twist and uh, so our our main character uh 
Oh, I want to make sure I pronounce his name correctly because I know I'll screw it up otherwise. Uh, Matsuri Kazumaki is uh, is an ex is an exorcist for Ayakashi uh, spirits. Ayakashi are little little spirits that like to devour spirit energy. Yes, from people. Um, and uh, our we have our best girl. She can't. She she's not a waifu. She's a best girl. Um, this is true because she is definitely not of age. No, nope. <laughs> she is a freshman in high school. Not of age. Um, Be careful. Suzu. And I cannot remember her name, her last name, but her, 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 I can't remember her family name, but her, her first name is Suzu. Um, and she is what's known as an Ayakashi medium. And I won't really go into that, but basically she's a tasty snack. I mean, all the Ayakashi love her because she exudes spirit energy at all times. And so yes. that's, and, uh, that's, that's so yeah, lots of it. So she's literally a snack. She's literally yes. a snack. Um, she's literally a snack. She's both figuratively and literally a snack. She's adorable. Uh, definitely protect. She was made of cake the entire time. She was, in Stop fact, made it. of cake. Um, Why? All the cake! It's a lie! <laughs> thought you thought you could make it through a podcast without it. I thought we could make it through a podcast without making a cake joke. Continue. There was no way. Um, and so you kind of see, like, it opens on uh, Kazumaki trying to exercise... Uh, and Ayakashi, that Ayakashi being Shirogane, the king of Ayakashi. Fun fact. Because, you know, he's a ballsy little little bud. But... Well, to be fair, you, you don't know that it's the king of Ayakashi until, like, two or three pages in. Um, and he gets his, his, his teeth kicked in a little bit. Um, but he ends up trying to uh, seal Shirogane, and uh, Shirogane gives him a a, a spicy kick in the teeth. And I don't want to really ruin that spicy kick in the teeth because it's hilarious what happens and the, the plot that it creates. Um, but it is funny. Uh, it's a little bit lewd. Like, just, just a little bit. It's got just some lewd bit. elements. Just a little bit? All right. Just a couple. Just, the, the, just, just opening, a few. The opening of chapter two is, is kind of... Oh, it's, it's, it's something. It's got some lewd moments. Don't worry, um, it's something. I bet I've watched looter things. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> we've we've seen interspecies reviewers. Yeah, I mean, you've also probably watched High School DxD. So yeah. exactly. Um, so it's I've... definitely. <laughs> Unfortunately, I saw that face. I was just like, I've yeah. watched a lot of High School DxD. I've not <laughs> finished it yet. I had like five people that for months were bugging me to watch it. I made it through the first season and a half, and now I'm like. I'm Do good. I? Like, I'm good. I think we're yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, so it's just, it's one of those things. I, I definitely recommend it if, just go, just go give it a read. Read the first. It, it's hilarious. There's, there's, Long story short, there's the, five the, chapters. The end, the, end, the, end, the end, the end, the subversion expectation, expectation subversion, if you want me to flip it like it should be, because I flipped it for you. Ha 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 ha. Great meme. Um, <laughs> flip me daddy. Is, is, is just, it's gold. It's, it's it is one of my. It's one of my favorite little subversions that I think I've seen in, in manga in recent times. I so read it's... in a guitar center and had a weeb out moment in a guitar center and made he Paul did. read it literally in the car on the way home from guitar center because it was like, you need to read this like now. It's, it was, it's too it funny. Was, it was gold. It's gold. totally worth it's it. It's just absolutely gold. Um, so I just, I don't know. Enjoy it. Like go, go enjoy a new manga. We, we got really heavy with, with, unordinary if you're looking for something a little less heavy and totally derpy for fun moments go go watch ayakashi triangle yeah 
All right, go go read, read it. Go read, read. it right on uh, visit.com slash shonen jump uh, sla- forward slash ayakashi dash triangle dash chapter one. Yes. Plus wow. a little bit of extra stuff. But you now, can just find it now in the shonen jump. On our last great funny moment of the day of the episode well we, were, we talked about some really heavy content uh honestly so i think we need a little light reading so you're just you're so good at these puns it hurts <laughs> not even good. i am physically they're, pained. They're not good they're not good they're, they're not good at, okay here's the thing guys no you are good at the bad puns that's great okay that's that's if a better a phrase pun is good it's not a pun because puns are inherently bad comedy Yes, uh, go. So give, me, give me our light novel title for this We want a light week. novel. We want something easy. I can't I believe even, it's a light novel. I even have a synopsis for this one so you guys can understand the true power. This, uh, <clears throat> this light novel is titled, There Was No Secret Evil Fighting Organization. Seriously? So I made one myself. <laughs> the synopsis Wait. is... No, 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 no. I need you to read that title one more time so my brain can process the way you just okay. said it. Because there's a little, you know, seriously in there. I I will uh, make sure you understand how it's written. There was no secret evil fighting organization. Parentheses. Seriously. End parentheses. So I made one myself. Okay. Uh, Shoot. So when high school student Kinemitsu Sago suddenly develops telekinesis, he thinks that his time as a hero has finally begun. But no aliens or demons show up. No beautiful girls fall from the sky or appear to tell him he's the chosen one. And nothing happens. So after graduating high school, he decides to create his own team of evil, of a secret evil crime fighting organization. I love that. That's amazing. I, I hope that we get an anime of that <laughs> only because it'll probably be hot garbage, just like Rena Girlfriend, and Rena Girlfriend is top tier, so it's fine. It's like, imagine you get superpowers, you're like, oh my god, I get to join the secret society, and there isn't one. <laughs> just imagine just... being Superman with no Justice League. <laughs> I, but I being just... like. Imagine being afraid of a rock. Imagine. Could I take that back? Me. I'm afraid of a lot of rocks. I, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson could kick my ass. <laughs> I'm not afraid of him. I have a healthy respect for him. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening to a really, really long episode. Studio Blank episode three. We'll be back next week. We're gonna be doing No Guns Life. We're gonna be doing Paul's gonna be uh, doing No I, Guns Life. I am not giving Funimation money. I'll just let you use mine. You watch it on Hulu, dude. Um, We're actually also, I'm going to try and get the guys here to go back to watch Chivalry of a Failed Night with me. Because it's it's good. And it's also on Hulu. So anyway, thanks guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. You can catch us all on Twitter. You can catch me, I underscore love underscore Mondays, spelled with a U-M-U-N-D-A-Y-S. You can catch Nate over on Twitter at at Comfimus. Go ahead and spell that out for me. C-O-M-F-I-M-U-S. Spelled how and it then, sounds, if you know how it sounds. And then you can catch Tim at Syndaxatrix, and I'm going to let him say that one again because it's a doozy. Yeah, at S-Y-N-D-A-X-A-T-R-I-X. Oh, we're Woo! like a bunch of 12-year-olds who just got Xbox Live. All right. Anyway, guys, thanks my for old, listening. We'll see you guys next week for episode worse. four. I'll see y'all later.